The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, you just got Daryl and I'm rolling it solo. Boy, it's a whole lot going on in the world of sports today. You know, yesterday we had a big, big uh, NFL weekend. It started on Thursday. Uh, really good game. Uh, but now we're getting right into, I think we need to start having a little bit of conversation about the Heisman Trophy. You know, um, uh, some people say uh, Lamar Jackson has this trophy, um, has, has it sold up, you know, um, some some may think a little different. Um, a lot of people have to. You would you would you would really have to think that Christian McCafferty, from what he's done in the last three years, uh, would have to keep him in the Heisman race, even though he's been injured quite a bit this year. Um, but hey, he's he's still over over a thousand yards rushing. So um, and he has twelve TDs. But I think. Because he has missed games this year, and this kid, Lamar Jackson, for the uh, Louisville Cardinals, has just been so, I mean, just um, super dynamic. I mean, it's, he's, he puts up incredible numbers constantly, and, uh, and he's just had, had an awesome season this year. So I think, I think a lot of people would have to um, think about this kid, Lamar Jackson, and say, hey, he would have to be probably – at the top of all of our lists um, for in this Heisman conversation. Um, you know, this young man is just, he's electrifying constantly. Um, he puts up incredible numbers um, constantly. Um, I mean, he, he, he's, he's literally a, um, a scoring machine. I mean, he's, he's thrown 357 passes for 3,000 uh, 109 yards, 28 touchdowns to only six interceptions. You know, that in itself, he's a leading passer on his team. Um, he's definitely the the, the um, leading rusher on his team. He has 209 attempts for 1,367 yards. So he, he, he literally matches McCaffrey with... Um, with rushing and he's and he's passing like like say one of the number one passes in the nation so you got to give this kid a, a, a lot of credit i mean um, he's just he's done some phenomenal things um 
I mean, he, he has really done some phenomenal things this year. And when you look at 19 rushing TDs, um, and he, he's also um, rushed the ball, um, passed the ball for 28 TDs. And, you know, and when we, we, when we think, well, who else could we put in, in the conversation of the Heisman Trophy? And, you know, we, I don't think we have to look very far uh, before we put this kid from Alabama in that in the conversation as he would have to be one of the number one players in the nation. And even though he's a, a, a freshman, but um, but Jalen Hurt hurts. I mean, th- this kid is he's he's put up some um, he, he's put up some phenomenal numbers all by himself. You know, and and not only has he put up some phenomenal numbers by himself, his team is undefeated and they're the number one team in the nation. And I think by them being just the number one team in the nation, you know, he's he's thrown for over two thousand yards, uh, had uh, two hundred and eighty-one attempts, one hundred and eighty-one completions. So he's completed over fifty percent of his passes, sixty-four point eight percent of his passes he's completed. 2,168 yards, uh, 19 TDs to only seven interceptions. And and Jalen Hurt, yes, he's a a number two rusher for the um, Crimson Tide. 142 attempts, 803 yards, 5.7 yards an an attempt, and 11 TDs rushing. You know, those are some good numbers, but I think I think when we start thinking about um, his numbers compared to compared to this kid from Louisville, uh, Lamar Jackson, the, he, you know, Jackson has over a thousand yards passing more than him and has over almost a thousand yards rushing uh, more than him. You know, I think uh, Jackson has almost thirteen hundred yards, over thirteen hundred yards rushing with still two games to go. But at the same time, this kid Jalen Hurts with with about um, with two games left to go on Alabama's schedule, uh, I think he could possibly um, and I, and I take that back. Well, um, they do have um, two games left because they play Auburn on the 26th this Saturday, and then they um, then they they're gonna play in the SEC championship. So with two games left, um, Jalen Hurts could possibly um, get over over. Um, he he could he could we could see him rush for over a thousand yards, um, in an, in, with with two games left, only, only needing less than 150 yards to gain over a thousand yards. And no, t- I take that back. Needing nearly uh, 200 yards because he has 103 yards rushing to get over a thousand yards rushing. I really think that um, that this kid Jalen Hurt, because he is playing for Alabama. Uh, because the Crimson Tide um, has such a has such a strong um, following because of because of their recent history, you know, um, um, you win two national championships out of the last three. Um, you're gonna get a lot of you're gonna get a lot of kudos, and um, and and Nick Saban has has gained everything he's gotten um, since he's been at Alabama. He's he's made that program the uh, the top dog program in college football. I mean, there is, <laughs> hey, it's Alabama and the field. 
or you could just say it's Alabama and the rest of us because we're all um, chasing Alabama. And it, and it appears as though, seems as though when, um, when, um, when teams get close to Alabama, uh, they, they some kind of way just seems to seem to um, just falter. You know, I, I, we all thought Clemson were, was right there in the race, you know, and all of a sudden, wow, they got a loss, you know. Um, Ohio State, some of us thought that they were going to be the team that possibly um, um, knocked off the, um, the, the mighty saving. Uh, but they got a loss to, to Penn State two weeks ago and, and didn't look very good over the weekend against Michigan State. Hey, well, the Michigan Wolverines, um, they have a loss. And Ohio State and Michigan play this weekend. How's that going to work out? Because somebody's going to roll out of there with two losses. The only one of them have, both those teams have one loss right now. But this is the weekend. This is probably, probably the biggest, this is the biggest game in college football in the regular season. And probably will be, uh, for people up north, probably to be the most watched game. Um, definitely in Michigan and Ohio. Uh, so uh, I, I really think that... Um, that's going to change the landscape of college football um, this this week for sure. Because when you when we look at this at this poll, Ohio State is is number two, Michigan is number three, um, Clemson is number four, and uh, and this is the uh, Associate Press poll, the AP poll. Uh, Wisconsin is number five. Washington is number six, and and it really troubles me to see um see Wisconsin at at um at number five with two losses. You know, I just I I just it really you know I don't know if you should be in um in that position with two losses. Yeah, I I, I look at a lot of teams that. Not not a lot of teams, but when we look at at the teams that are there, everyone is sharing one loss, one loss, one loss. And when we look at um, when we look at um, at Wisconsin's two losses, we'd have to take it in consideration that their two losses were against the number two and the number four team right now, a number three team. Uh, or number or fourteen, whichever way according to what poll you're looking at, they lost to Michigan, and then they lost the following week to Ohio State, and they've have they have some quality wins on their schedule, uh, LSU, um, Nebraska, Purdue, so and they play Minnesota um, this weekend, but I, I I really you know we 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 wonder what's going to happen, what is really going to happen with the with the layout. Of, of college football right now because here it is you know Oklahoma um, they won over the weekend and and, and I, I wasn't a pretty win and, I, and and Oklahoma's secondary looks awful awfully weak this year I mean their secondary look uh, it, it was bombs away almost and um, and it really makes made me wonder what in the world uh, what's going on with West Virginia? Why they didn't make an effort to 
to just bombs away them early in the game. And when we look at um, at um, at Oklahoma's two losses, um, their two losses are to um, Houston early in the season, and um, Houston beat Louisville over the weekend, and Louisville was the number five team at the time, and they also lost to um, Ohio State. So we, we look at them as being quality losses, but still, that's two losses, and I, I, I think it's going to be very difficult to make make your way to the uh, college football playoffs with two losses. However, these teams do have conference championships, and um, I think because uh, because of their conference championships, they still have a chance. That's going to give them that's going to give them them an extra game in a lot of cases. Uh, Penn State they'll be playing in their conference championship. Um, I look at um, um, the. Um, uh, Wisconsin, they could be playing in the conference championship. And at the same time, some conference championships could hurt these teams because we look at, at Alabama. They'll play the Florida Gators in the conference championship. Well, hey, what happens if the Gators upset Alabama? Are they going to stay in the top four? I'm sure they are going to stay in the top four, and that's going to be another conversation. But we're going to have it right here on the Sports Info U, I'm telling you. But when we look at Ohio State, Ohio State and Michigan this weekend. Somebody's going down, and somebody's going to go down. They have to go below Clemson. Clemson is number four, so one of those two teams will be below Clemson. Will that team drop below Wisconsin at number five? So if so, this weekend, if Michigan and Ohio State play each other, and one of those two, and one of them have to lose. Will they drop to number five, or will they keep them because they are who they are? Michigan and Ohio State, two of the biggest alumni bases in 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 the world. Um, will they keep them? Will, will they will, will they keep them in those positions because of the power that they have in the in the field of college football? In the landscape of college football, or will we see one of the of the mighty Ohio State or Michigan drop below Wisconsin, and or who? Hey, and I and I say um, drop below Wisconsin, but um, who's to say? Who who's to say that um, that? Um, Wisconsin is going to take care of business this weekend against Minnesota. And Minnesota comes in with uh, only one game um, loss more than more than um, Minnesota. Minnesota comes in with a record of eight and three. And we're looking at Wisconsin with, with, a, with, a, with, with two games lost. So, hey, uh, this could be this could be interesting to see what happens in that game against Minnesota. And, and Wisconsin. So if Miss and, and, and who's to say if Minnesota um, beats Wisconsin, Washington could slip up into that into that spot with a with a um, with with the record of uh, right now Washington is holding down a record of ten and one, but they could slip up and be in that position if if this. If this bowl committee or 
or um, whatever we want to call it, uh, bowl championship series, whatever you want to call it. If these guys have the courage to move Michigan or Ohio State out of the top four, that would be something to see. I mean, that, 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 that would really be something to see. Because, you know, um, there, um, um, Washington doesn't have a cakewalk either this week. You know, Washington State lost over the weekend. But Washington plays Washington State this week. And you know that's going to be a big-time rivalry game. Um, that, that, is, that in itself is going to be. And they're playing at Washington State. So this is a last game of the season away for um, for for Washington Huskies. So this is this is not going to be a, a, a easy game for them by no means, by no stretch of the imagination. Is this going to be an easy game? I mean, it, it's 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 definitely not going to be an easy game. But when we look at um, at Louisville, just what Thursday? Thursday they were ranked number five, and and looking at a whole lot of possibilities. I mean, the possibilities were endless with uh, with Louisville. And just think, if if Louisville had gotten into the top four, there was no question about it. Lamar Jackson would have won the Heisman Trophy. And um, and if you don't think that winning means something to winning. Um, Winning late in the season means something to Heisman Trophy voters. It, it really does. Um, Doug Flutie beat us on a Hail Mary pass in 1985. Bernie Kosar lost the Heisman Trophy that game. And, and Doug Flutie won the Heisman Trophy that game when he threw a pass in the Orange Bowl with no time on the clock to beat the Miami Hurricanes in 19... 19- 85. But however, hey, that's how the chips fall. But Lamar Jackson, I mean, it's important that this team goes out winning. And, um, you know, I, I'm not, not that I'm really ever pulling for Louisville. I, I pull for the team, but I'm not a Bobby Petrino um, fan at all, you know. But that's neither here nor there. But the Louisville Cardinals have dropped to um, – they, they've dropped to – um, nine and two record, and they're at number eleven. Um, Florida Gators are number thirteen, and um, at a, with an eight and two record. You know, I, 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 I'm I'm happy for the Gators. Uh, my grandson likes them, so I have to pretend like I like the Gators a little bit. But I'm I'm still wondering uh, how LSU's at at at, at twenty five with a six and four record. Come on, man. The Miami Hurricanes got a 6-4 record. You can put us there. But I think the team that we have not talked about, and and, and we will be talking about them as fans and as um, as um, people that, that, are, that are interested in sports and especially football, um, some of us are going to have to start talking about uh, Western Michigan um, Broncos with 11-0 record. And... Um, the Western Michigan Broncos with 11 and 0 record, and they're number 14 in the AP poll. Now, don't get me wrong; I, I really don't think the Western Michigan Broncos um, 
I don't, I don't think they could beat the Miami Hurricanes, who are not ranked. And I definitely don't think they could beat the, the Florida Gators, who are number 13, just above them. I don't see that happening. However, however, uh, if they beat the people that are in front of them, who's to say that they shouldn't have a shot at, um, at, hey, <laughs> at least going to a big bowl game this, this year? I'm not gonna say they should be in the in the championship series, but I will say uh, I think they they des- they they should deserve an opportunity to uh, to play in a in a big bowl game. And I'm talking about something big, maybe the Orange Bowl, or uh, uh, you know if they can they can continue to win and and come out of this season uh, undefeated. Hey, but um, they play Toledo this weekend. And Toledo's nine and two, and I don't think they can. Um, I don't think they could. They could uh, take any of these teams, uh, any of these teams lightly. But you know, when we look at um, at at um, at the Broncos and what they've done this year, you know, they just really haven't played a whole lot of people. You know, they played Northwestern. Um, <clears throat> um, played Northwestern. They played. Um, um, Northern Iowa, Akron, Ball State, uh, Kent State, uh, Buffalo, and they play Toledo this weekend. So, you know, they just haven't had a whole lot of um, big-time wins on their schedule. And that definitely has to be the reason why we're looking at this undefeated team and, uh, and they, they still haven't broke the top 10 yet at number 14. Um Nebraska Cornhuskers, number 17. Um, Houston Cougars, 9 and 2. And, uh, and they're number 18. Uh, West Virginia Mountaineers, 8 and 2, is number 19. Boise State. And here, here's another example of, uh, of Boise State. You know, here's a team that, that every year they, they have a, a great record. But what does a good record mean? If your competition is not the same or nothing close to what people in the SEC or the ACC or the Big Ten or the Pac-10 or those conferences are playing. Hey, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with more Sports Info. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. 
don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, we're tapping into the autumn bite for bass, walleyes, catfish, and more with J.P. DeRose from Breaking Boundaries, Steels Reel in the Outdoors with Joe Thomas, and Ronnie Green from A Fishing Story. We'll discuss how to pattern their movements, must-have tackle for the fall bite, and how the weather affects their feeding patterns. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888 346 9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoun3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Vince Lauderdale, Florida. What's going on, Vince? It's been good, man. I just trying to holler at you for a little bit. It's been a little... Um, Tough for me down in the last couple of days, but it, it's just going. Trying to get the holidays out of the way, but for some reason, every holiday, something good or bad, but most times it be bad, but I don't know what our good, I wear our bad, so we just got to let the Lord handle what's going on in the world. Amen, brother. You better, you better get prayed up. You better stay prayed yeah. up. I'm trying I to tell you. To call the show uh, yep. let you know that I care about the show on Monday night. And I thank the Lord if I'll be able to call you and be able to talk to you about the show and say some of my inputs, outputs, some things. Hey, you I know, Vince, up. you know, I was thinking about you yesterday. Uh-huh. Now, you, you know, um, when when we start talking about, about this NFL, right? Uh-huh. And you know, and, and a lot of people have um, have have basically criticized the Miami Dolphins in a, in a mighty way, you know. Uh, but but when you look at their record, when you look at their record, they six and four. It's a lot yeah. of teams in the NFL right now would love to have a six and four record, and I ain't lying. I mean, yeah. it, it, and and so. What I'm what I'm basically saying is, hey, the Jaguar, the uh, the, the Miami Dolphins are, are they not a bad they not they not a bad team right now, and uh, and, and if they keep playing like they're playing, uh, we can see them in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I really. Uh, you know, I just love the Dolphins. I love them because they hometown team, but. At the same time, I just hate that I don't know none of the players the, 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 the agree with some of the stuff that I see. But at the same time, I've been a Cowboys fan all my life, so I love to see the Cowboys play. And I'm from a lot of that, but I'm a, I'm, ever since Mike is leading left, 
I just really had no specialties no more. But if I, I take my house to the Dolphin Coast, they, they play with their potential and they learn how to play together. I, I, I think you're right, you know. And, and it seems like it takes the Dolphins just so long to get get wound up. That's you know, their defense playing some good football. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at halftime yesterday, that score was 7 nothing. The Rams was beating the Dolphins. In the third quarter, the, the score was 10 nothing. The score was 10 nothing in the third. at the end of the third quarter. The Rams was winning. The, the Dolphins scored two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, making 14-10. To win that game, so you know I, I agree. This team is growing up, and they're growing together. And uh, I, I think they got potential. I really do. The game of the year gonna be the Dolphins and the Raiders. Remember what I told you? They gonna be the Raiders is the unexpected team of pro football. And you, you, you hate them or you like them, and they look like the old Raiders. Well, the Raiders have been playing very well lately. Uh, yeah, that, that's, yeah, they look like Mike uh, Tatum. And, 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 uh, what did they invite that bike? Usually hit 43. Tatum and um, what other name? They had Lester Hayes, Lester Hayes back there. They had to stick them all, all over the place. That's what it looks like out there now. And it yeah. kind of looks like Plunkett. They got a great team, and that's the team to beat in this year in football. Well, well, I, I, I've been a, I've been an Oakland Raider fan pretty much all of my life, and uh, and I'm still an Oakland Raider fan to this day. Even though I, I, I like the Jaguars, I've all since they came here close to where I live at. Um, they're a hard team mm-hmm. to like, though, man. Man, they're a hard team to like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two, two, two and eight, they're a very hard team to like. You know, um, Vince, um, for the last, um, last, last week we had a caller call in, Samantha, from, um, she's from Washington, D.C., but she's a, a humongous Dallas Cowboy fan. And, um, you know, T- Tony Romo came out last week, um, last week and gave this big old speech about, you know, he's going to take a back seat and, you know, he, he's really – this is Dak Prescott's team. I, I I look at that and I'm like, why? Why would he have to do that? Why would he come out and say all of that stuff? If he the second string quarterback, be the second string quarterback and shut your mouth. He don't have to say nothing because the more he says, the more the more the, the starting quarterback has to think about. And is he saying that because he want to be the starting quarterback, or is he saying that because he want to get in the uh, kid's head, or he really is? Supporting him 100%. What you think it is? You know what? I'm, that's a good question. What you just asked me. But you know, I'm just tired of the media trying to put like they value for a position. And first of all, anybody who ever played sports know if you go down and you playing good, you supposed to play. Ain't no simple on the best player on the best that you supposed to play. And then one thing about Romo, you got to look at every every team need a second-screen quarterback. But at the same time, too, you making all this money, so just sit down and ride it out, man, until the, the, the wheels fall off. You ain't hurt nobody. You ain't hard. You got your life. You got a family to take care of. You got money in your pocket. Ain't that football in the world. Because, first of all, 
if you can hit in that bike one more time harder than you're supposed to be, and, and, the, and the referees don't call it, now you ain't going to be crying. You're going to be crying what you ain't played no more. So he might want to sit on down let the young boy play and enjoy the ride. So he had an opportunity eight, nine years ago to take care of where they going. I, I agree with you, Liz. Why are you going to get mad and upset? Let the boy play. Don't throw the team off. And, and, and Jerry ain't throwing them off yet. And, and all you hear the media talk about it, but the media talk about the wrong thing. Don't try to start no discretion in the, the unit. You know what I mean? And I would tell you what the worst thing they can do is let them start, and then the whole line start blocking. Yeah, yeah, you're right because they they they, they know what they have with this kid Prescott, and and, and this kid Prescott continues. What I just said, they gonna you stop blocking. Because I just told you, you let him start, then the whole line start blocking. Ain't that one man ever won a game? That's what that's without a doubt. Yeah, but this kid Prescott put up um he put up 300 yards yesterday and three TDs and no interceptions. You know, I, I mean, you know, Joe Flacco, he put up um, 269 yards, one TD, and no interceptions. But Prescott, three TDs this guy threw, man. And you know what? He, he, he for some reason or way, he, he seems to be finding Dez Bryant more and more. You know, Dez Bryant caught two touchdowns, six passes for 80 yards, but two touchdowns. He's finding his, he's finding his best best player on the field more and more. And, and let me ask you this. 42 seconds left in the game. He take the Cowboys down. They behind by seven. I mean by five. Drive them all the way down. He scored a touchdown. Not only scored a touchdown. Then he get a two-point conversion. And win the game. Romo had so many opportunities in big games and they never pulled him through. At the end of the day, he cried. Got that sad story. Man, let this man here ride out, man. We win. You know, I've been a coward for all my life. And the one thing yeah. about it, <laughs> I understand you want to go to home and all that. And he can make it that way. He's going to make it up on Zayton's head. That's it. That's it. Vince, before we let you get out of here, uh, what's the thing about this college football? You know, University of Miami done put two wins together. Two wins back-to-back, man. Um, um, you know, UM look like they uh, they doing some things. I mean, you know, they, they could they could come out of this season with um, look like maybe nine wins. So, hey, uh, eight wins. Some of us going to be real happy with this. I was looking for them to do that, do what they're doing now. So, I've told you, I think when I first started talking to you on the talk show, I told you that I expect for them to do that. And I expect for them in three years to be national champs. They're coming back to South Florida. They're getting them fixed. They're going to come back here. You said it. Matter of Rick, letting them play and keep them out of trouble this offseason and keep them in the locker room and, and, and not be send the board down 95 to to, to uh, Bush Davis, they're going to come back to Miami. Wow. And, and they're going to be like the 80s hurricane in a few more, in two more years. I guarantee you it'll be like that. So well, well, go I... down to 95 and hit that turnpike and go down to FIU. 
Well, I don't right. think that's going to happen. I don't think Mark going to let him go to FIU. He might lose no. a few to Florida State, and he might lose a few to Randy Shannon up there in Gainesville. But I don't think he's going to lose too many to FIU. I just don't see that happening. I think Butch is going to get some good players now. He's going to get some players. Uh, Butch might be getting some of them guys that uh, FIU can't, that um, Florida, Florida, um, miss out on from up this way because they're so hard trying to get those guys from South Florida. But I really think that uh, that um, Butch Davis is going to get some good players. He's going to build that program. But I know Mark is going to get who he wants in South Florida. He's working hard at recruiting. That's one of his things. I think that's one of his, his uh, best best assets. One of the things he's going to bring to the program the best is um, is his recruiting. Hey, Vince, man, we got to get out of here. We got some more callers calling mm-hmm. and uh, but, um, hey, don't be a stranger, man. Give us a call every Monday night here on the Sports Info UM radio show. We are here every Monday night from 8 to 9 o'clock. Okay, Mr. Allen, I'm fine with that. Hey, thanks. Don't, give a, don't be a stranger. Call us. We appreciate it. Much love, brother. Peace. Okay, buddy. All right, hey, you know, um, this kid Mark Walton for the University of Miami, he rushed, he he ran for, um, he, he went over a thousand yards over the weekend against NC State, and um, I mean, you know, this this kid is is a tough tough running back. Um, I mean, he's 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 elusive. He's he's fast. He's strong. I mean, 179 carries this year for uh, 1,005 yards. Uh, Joseph Urbe, um 98 carries for 590 yards with a 6.0 um, uh, average. Um, uh, Walton has a 5.6 yard average, and uh, Gus Edwards. Um, Gus Edwards has 38 rushes, 216 yards, 5.7 yards per carry. So, but anyway, um. When we look at Brad Kaya, um, 215 completions, 252 yards, um, 352 attempts, 2,854 yards, 19 TDs to seven interceptions. I, I guess um, those are those are good numbers, but you know, though I I really think that Brad, I'm sure he was expecting to put up better numbers than that this year, and this hasn't happened. Um, Stacey Coley, uh, 49 at 49 receptions, um, 585 yards, and, and I, I'm sure Stacy would be the first person to say those are not the numbers he expected to put up this year for the University of Miami. Um, uh, Armand Richards, uh, this kid is a true freshman, uh, 43 receptions, 849 yards. Uh, I I think that's what we were kind of expecting from from Tracy this year. Uh, by this time, even if it probably more yards from Tra- uh, Tracy uh, by this time this year. And I guess I'm, I didn't see I didn't see um, Brad Kaya um, make a make an effort to uh, to go to Stacy Coley um, this past week. Uh, I don't know, um, but he he has a lot of weapons to go to. Um, David Najahu, um, you know, uh, 36 receptions, 520 yards this season. And, and this kid is just a sophomore. I mean, really, 6'4", 245 pounds. 
out of Cedar Grove, New Jersey. This kid is a sophomore. Well, I take that back. No, he's a junior. And um, if he's a junior, we're probably going to be losing this kid this year. So uh, that's going to be disappointing. But hey, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we get back, we're going to talk some more college football. We're going to talk a little bit more NFL football. And we're going to talk some more uh, more of these gossip stories, too. Yeah, Dennis Rodman got caught driving the wrong way on the expressway in California. And it's a whole lot more gossip in the world of sports as well. Hey, guys, we'll be back with more sports info. Yeah. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america you're tuned in to sports info um with daryl and sam call us today at 888-346-9144 that's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoun3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, Colin Kaepernick came out the other day and said he didn't vote. Colin, don't, don't complain about nothing if you're not going to vote. You know, uh, Kirk Cousins, um, um, hey, Ron Jaworski says that, um, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, I, t- hold on, I, I gotta, I gotta take that back. It, it was not, uh, Ron, Ron Jaworski, Ron Jaworski played for the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, the quarterback, former quarterback for the Washington Redskins, 
Joe Theismann says that Kirk Cousins deserves the $100 million contract. And I'm going to tell you something. Um, Kirk Cousins has Washington Redskins in second place in that division. And uh, I'm almost at the point to say, hey, uh, he deserves that $100 million contract. And I'm about to say he probably would be a better quarterback if Robert hadn't got in his way when he was in Washington. But Robert is now on the men. And there's a story out that the winless Cleveland Browns could have Robert back at quarterback in two to three weeks. So we may see something from Robert before this season is over. And before we get out of here, we got to talk a little bit about Charlie Strong. You know, um, Charlie Strong, Charlie Strong, Charlie Strong, Charlie Strong. Charlie Strong left the University of Florida as a defense coordinator and went to Louisville and had a, had, a, had a really nice, successful run at Louisville. He took the job at the University of Texas, and Texas, that Texas job is the most coveted job in college football. I mean, everybody wants a little piece of that job in Texas, and Charlie Strong has just, he, he, he just has not been able to, to come through like a lot of people thought he was going um, to come through. And it's really hurting his chances to, to, to really um, to get another big-time job in college football. Hey, we got Rob from Brooksville. Robbie, what's going on? What's up, Red? What's up, man? What's going on, bro? Man, you know, I, I was wondering if I was going to hear from you but I kind of thought I was. I really thought I would. I thought I'd hear from you. Yeah, go ahead. I just missed you last week, man. You can ask your you can ask your producer, man. I just missed you last week by like five minutes. It was too many people. I couldn't get in, man. I did call you last week, but nonetheless, I'm here now. You here now? I, I, I don't want you to just think uh, I called because we win. You know what I mean? I don't want hey. you thinking that. Well, Robbie, we got love for you, whether y'all win or lose. You know what I'm saying? Well, um, but I'm 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 looking at the, at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and um, Jameis Winston. He act like he's a professional. What's up with that? He might don't know no better, man. Oh, oh, mean, oh okay, okay. I, these cats, I mean, they just playing off what they the overall talent. You know what I mean? They doing what they told. You know, but they 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 just doing what they do. You know what I mean? Hey man, the line, um, man, I am so proud of the offensive line. I mean, today, I mean, this 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 morning, man, I had my chest stuck out for real, man. I'm so proud of the offensive line, man. We had some injuries, played through them. Left guard been getting hit. Left guard and center been getting hit all year. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We played we played third, fourth string players, man, at, at, at left guard. You know, yesterday. Hey Amen. And, and and in Kansas City, that's no easy place to win. You know, we saw what happened to the uh, to the Carolina Panthers. No, sir, it's not. Before. It don't matter who it is. You know? It's tough to go in the arrowhead. Right. That's, they were up by was, seventeen points and, and 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 couldn't seal the deal. And but um, your Tampa Bay Buccaneers man went there and, and 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 held on tight. Man, I was really proud of that defense. The way they, I was just kept expecting. Um, Kansas City to just make this run late in the fourth quarter, get a field goal or something to um, to take this win from Tampa Bay, but it never happened. And they held on. They held on. They held on, Marcus man. They held on. Yesterday did not hurt at all. You know what I mean? 
I don't hey. hope none of them get hurt. I, I don't hope for none of them get hurt. But I was glad Jameson had to deal with Marcus Peters yesterday, man. Yeah, that's for sure. And um and and Doug Martin ran for over hundred yards, man. That that's big, man. That that. The did he? Dude, it, I don't think he did. Did he? They say total. Well, he had a total of 105 yards. His total oh, okay. offense so, so was 105. Yeah, okay, okay. So okay, you know so, that, yeah. that's that's big. That's big for uh, for Jameis. You know, and they, and they need Doug Martin in a big way, man. I hope he can stay healthy uh, throughout this the rest of the season because of that, because of, um, the Buccaneers got a shot, man, to make the playoffs. They're five and five, second in that second place in the division. They do. They do. Yeah, I mean, uh, they got action at it, definitely. You know, I mean, they're controlling their own destiny right now. I mean, because they they got the heads up on the division right now. Big game this week, though, man. It's a home game. Hope we can have some home pride, man, and and, and stick this out. No joke, man, because Seattle ain't no joke either, man. No, man. No, and and speaking of injuries that people don't play, man. I again, I don't. I ain't glad for nobody to be hurt, man. But I am. Uh, uh, Earl Thomas ain't playing this week either. Yeah, and that guy Bennett, he's been out for a while. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, so hey, I was thinking he might be back just for this game. You know what I mean? He might be back just really for this game. Playing them, you know what I mean? When yeah. when the Bucks get rid of somebody, they really be up for them when they play them again. Look at Doc yep. Penn and what he did. You know what I mean? He, I ain't gonna say single handedly, but he he uh Man. he had a lot to do with that win the Rangers had the other week. One good thing is that um um Seattle comes to town, you know what I mean? That's 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 mm-hmm. that's good. You know, that that's that's a big move. And yeah. uh, and well, well, one bad thing. It's a four o'clock game. It'd be really nice if that would be a twelve o'clock yeah, game in Seattle, Canada town. Yeah. yeah, I know it. You know, that's like a one o'clock game for them. If we had had a one o'clock game here, you know, might have been some benefit from it. Yeah, that you know. that like that's like a nine o'clock in the morning game for them. That might have been that have been a help for us, man. But I think this is going to be a really good game, man. I'm I'm I'm. I, Tampa Bay's defense is playing some solid football right now. Um, I think they're on a roll. Um, I think they got, you know, they're on a two-game winning streak. Hey, that's big. That's huge, man. That's huge. I mean, that's huge. We're gonna say that a lot of the time around here, you know, but we're gonna take it. Yeah. Hey, man. I'm I'm telling you, man. I think Tampa Bay has something. This kid, Winston, Uh, the kid is a winner. Um, He's really seen to settle down. The NFL game seems to be. Uh, much more suited for him than than college, actually, as far as I'm concerned. You see, a lot of did guys don't about, convert. Did you Did you hear about the letter that Jameis wrote to all his teammates? Nah, that's really something you should you should look at. Yeah, you you should see that. You should see that. He wrote a letter to every teammate, telling them how much he appreciated every single one of them. And it was uh, I don't know. It moved them, man. It moved them. You wow. Know, they following it. They following wow. it, man. Maybe that's what it is that has this team playing at a different level because um, honestly they didn't they didn't look like um, the same team that lost to the Atlanta Falcons twenty eight forty three just two weeks no, prior. To no, we, were, you know? we really should be like seven and three, man. We should have beat the Rams. We didn't. Should have beat the Raiders and you know that game. over time. Should have beat that. We really should be like seven and three. You know what I mean? But we're gonna take it what it is. We do one game at a time. You know. Yeah, and you know it's really it's really hard for one team to beat beat a team twice in the NFL in the regular season, and the Falcons beat you guys twice um, 
in the regular season already. You know, well, no, I take that back. You, you beat them in no, the regular no, no. season. We beat first them game first game. Season. First game, you beat them, then they beat you in the second second time around. Yeah. So, hey, man, I, I really think um, I think Tampa Bay has a shot, man. They, they really do. You know, they don't they have a cake. They control of everything, man. They ain't control of everything. They ain't got to depend on nobody doing nothing. All right, that's for sure. You know, you got to go to California and play San Diego, though. You know, that's, that could be a, a little test. You got the Cowboys on the schedule. Uh, that could be a test. And you got the Saints twice it is a test. on the it schedule. Is a test. It is yeah. a test. I'm looking forward to all of them games, man. I really am. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, hey, we should be proud of this Tampa Bay team, man. I, I like the direction they're going in. I really like the direction I see this team going in. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, so, uh, playoff, playoff bound. Playoff bound? I don't want to count no chickens, man. <laughs> I don't want to count no chickens, you know what I mean? I don't want to count no chickens that sound like no fool. I'm optimistic, though. I am I, optimistic. I I, I I I feel you, Red. I think I think if we can keep Doug Martin healthy, the healthier he stays, the more that the more the chances increase for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to go to the playoffs. I mean, it, Man, it's almost surrender. they surrendered them. zero sacks yesterday. They didn't get any on defense either, but they surrendered zero sacks yesterday. Man, I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that. I'm I'm proud of the win, but man, I'm so proud of that. I really am. Yeah, you, you gotta you gotta be thrilled with that, man. I mean, to protect your quarterback like that, and and that that kid, Jameis Winston, he thrives on protection too. He thrives yeah, on being upright. Definitely. You cannot give him no clean pocket, man. He had clean pocket pretty much right. all day yesterday, man. Yeah. I was yeah, I was proud of that. And Aguayo, don't leave Aguayo out. He only get his name called when he missed. So let's 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 give Aguayo his pops as well. You know what I mean? Hey, man. After all the kicks being missed yesterday, it was like a record yesterday. He kept his name out of that. I'm proud of that as well. Yeah, that's that's true. And, and what about this kid, Mike Evans, man? This dude's playing like he's been in the league for 12 years. Mike Evans, and that was, oh, man, that might have been. I, I, I know that, his, that, that only increased because whoever was second was closer to third. But he has more receptions than anyone that result in first downs anyone in football right now. Think about that. Let that sink yeah. in. He has more yeah. catches that result in first downs than anyone, bro. That ain't nothing wow. to sneeze at, man. That ain't nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, that's nothing to sneeze at. And, and and the guy, Vincent, he didn't even play yesterday. So, hey. Who he uh, out for the year. Wow. Didn't know that. Who, Vincent Jackson? Yeah. Yeah, he out for the year, man. He don't out, man. These boys, these, these other boys, they stepping up, man. Cecil Shore, shout out Cecil Shore and uh, Russell Shepard as well, man. And yeah. uh, uh, Adam Humphreys is like West Welker 2.0, for real. Yeah, he is. That dude, yeah, that is. dude is a player. He is a player. Don't be surprised if, if Belichick have him on his on his squad next year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he does, you know how he do, but I mean, yeah, I uh, do. I that do. Dude, hey, man, dude, we gotta, I hope we can we gotta get out of here do. pretty quick, man. But um, you know, this Heisman race has to be talked about pretty soon. So we're gonna get a jump on it. And you know, the guy um um McCafferty out of Stanford, he has to be no. in the race. Nothing else for what he's done in the past few years. And then we have to have um um the guy um Jalen Hurts for uh, Alabama. I would have to have him in this conversation as well. 
And then, Lamar you know, Jackson, this kid, Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Jackson. team lost the other night. They lost the other night, and they're looking at his Heisman votes dropping. But, I mean, who you give it to after him? Who's right. playing that's, better football than him? That's my point. I know it got to go to, like, a winning team and stuff like that. But, I mean, that's that's politics at, at, at its worst right there. Hey. I mean, nobody, I mean Houston jumped on him the other night. What it was, yeah. Thursday? They jumped on him. And then and, they and, and beat him down. Him, even with that. Even with that, man, ain't nobody playing better ball than him, man. I don't think anybody's playing more a better individual game than him right now. Exactly. And nobody an has, has made award. their it's team better award, so. besides, besides him. He's made this team a much better team without yeah. question. So who you got, Robbie? You say Lamar Jackson without question, he's going to win the Heisman. I can't say without questions because, it's, I mean, like I said, there's some politics involved, you know, with wins and losses for the team and stuff. But, uh... Right now, I still got him first, man. All right. I still got him first. I think you're right, Robbie. Hey, Rob, we got to get out of here, man. It's so much fun talking to you. It's always great talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, your favorite team in the whole world. Hey, don't be a stranger. <laughs> Give us a call. We're here every Monday night on the Sports Info UM radio show, man. Yes, sir, man. Thanks for having me, man. Much love. Peace. Hey, guys, oh, thank back. you for what? listening to the Sports Info U show again. And we'll be back next week with more sports information. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.